I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did you hear what Dumois Dumois. said? Who is it? Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about on Dumois. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking to celebrity psychic medium Jonathan Mark. Jonathan uses his gift to provide closure to families affected by tragedy and helps out law enforcement with major cold cases. He also reads the top celebrities and is working on an exciting TV project of his own. In this episode, we talk about his medium work, including some famous murder cases, and we also cover some of the latest celebrity gossip. Let's get started. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Um, Sorry, I'm like a little bit freaked out and we'll get into why, but... (laughs) Today's guest is Jonathan Mark. He's a celebrity psychic medium who really uses his gift to solve a lot of cold cases and crimes. Is that correct? Did I get that right, Jonathan? That is correct, yes. I do help out a lot with law enforcement. I love that. Um, And you also have read for a lot of top celebrities and you're working on an exciting TV project, which I don't know if you're able to tell us anything about, but... Yeah. So basically the thing that I'm obviously not allowed to say too much, but the, and I know this sounds so stupid. So, so trust me, I know, but um, it's basically a show that's never been truly done on the medium side of things before. Like no one has done it, Tyler, Teresa, no one. It's completely different. And I feel like a lot of people will enjoy it and connect to it more than like others. Okay. Can you say which network it will be on or you, you're not allowed to? I'm not allowed to just yet. Probably mid-September is when they're going to let everyone know. Okay, exciting. Well, we'll be looking out for that. Well, something really, really weird just happened. I'm sorry. I just have to talk about it because I can't. Honestly, my palms are sweating. So (laughs) we record on Zoom or Zencaster, and those are two different platforms where you could record podcasts. And we were on Zencaster and we were in the waiting room. That's like where you go before you start recording. And it was me and my producer talking. And Jonathan was not in the room yet. We didn't see him in the waiting room. And my producer and I are having a conversation about last week's episode. And I was asking her how many downloads it got and, you know, what she thought of the episode. And she said something along these lines, like, yeah, it did really well. It's really good to show, you know, a different type of episode. And all of a sudden we hear in our earpieces, somebody whisper, it's really good to do different types of episodes. Just like that. That's, that's so and creepy. I thought it, I thought it was <laughs> you. I thought it was you. You're saying it wasn't you. No, it was not me. And there's no one. I Like I told you, I'd put on my camera right now. There's no one in, in the room I'm in. I'm literally in Bermuda in their conference room doing this by myself. 
and there's not a single person in the room right now. And there hasn't been for the last like 30 minutes. I just don't know who it could have, like, what, what, uh, any idea of what that could have been? I mean, I have no idea. I would, maybe it was just like, you were just like hearing an echo, but if, if it's a whisper, I don't know. Cause I don't know if it was I feel a like whisper. a, yeah. Cause I feel like an echo wouldn't be like essentially a whisper, but I have no clue. Cause I've never, even as a medium and doing this all the time, I don't think I've ever experienced like that before. Like that's kind of creepy. It was also a male voice. It was also a male voice. So okay. I'm like, I'm really into like, you know, psychic medium ghost adventure type things. And I talk about it a lot. Um, a little bit on my Instagram. I talk about it a lot on my Spotify live show. So now mm -hmm. I'm wondering if I need to dial it back because I, I am, I'm truly freaked out right now. And I don't, I don't know what to do. What do I do? Do I get like, some holy like water sage or something yeah yeah, yeah okay. like sage or something yeah, yeah i mean i don't think i don't think it's anything to be worried about because like you know spirits and all that stuff like they're really there just to um just to be there like i don't know how to explain it like they're there just around us to give us messages they're not really here to like freak us out too much like that's not their goal their goal is just to get someone's attention just to know that they're there but i will say like that is kind of creepy i'm not gonna lie that is very creepy <laughs> It was very, very creepy. I thought it was you, like, talking to no. whoever else was in the room, just, like, repeating what me and my producer were talking about. I, I didn't know. And then we were like, Jonathan, Jonathan, is that you? And nobody was answering. Yeah, no, I wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also had, like, a really hard time on the Zencaster platform, like, getting you to connect. So I was like, yeah. okay, this platform is not working out like we need to move on like there's something cursed about Zencaster right now <laughs> but anyway <laughs> probably okay. is right <laughs> yeah oh my god sorry guys it's just my palms are sweating it was the weirdest thing my producer heard it as well I'm not making this up it was so creepy and weird so let's move on um I was reading a little bit about your bio and on yeah. your website it says that you were aware of your psychic abilities around the time when you were 20 years old by another psychic and I was just curious I wanted to ask you yeah. like how that all went down yeah so it's kind of like a I'll I'll make a long story short basically I was like I was about four years old and uh, my aunt passed away when I was six months old and I would see her kind of around my house and I'm sure as many people can relate like when you lose someone like an aunt that's young you know, family talks about them and stuff like then there's pictures. So we were at when I was a kid, probably I think it was Easter and I turned to my mom and I said, Aunt Sue's here and she's, you know, grabbing a jean jacket and she's thanking you, you know, and like a kid type of term, like like holding on to the jean jacket and she's, you know, buried underground and all that stuff with it. So my mom started to cry and I'll never forget this. My grandpa yells like, what the hell is he saying? And then my mom told me and then told my family, but told me like when I was old enough to know that when my aunt passed away, they would steal, like when they were younger, before she passed away, they would steal clothes. They were best friends. They lived together. And there was a jean jacket that they would steal back and forth. And when everyone left the service before she was buried, my mom put the jean jacket on her essentially to just because she wanted her to be warm. And then years go on, I'm saying stuff and I'm just like, you know, I don't know what's going on because I'm seeing and hearing things that like people my age aren't. And I didn't want to say anything to come across like weird. And then I was going off to college and I turned to my mom and I go, you know, I, you know, it's their mental illness in the family. I think I'm schizophrenic. Like, I don't really know what's going on. And she's like, no, why? And I kind of explained to her, like, I still see so many different things and stuff. And she was just like, coincidentally, I'm going to this medium. And when the me when she went to the medium, the medium was like, yeah, like he could be crazy, you know, bring him in. And I come home. Cause she called me when I was at college, I come home during the winter session and I walk in the room and she goes, Oh my God, I've never seen someone so young, so developed. Can I please teach you? And then she turns to my mom, she goes, you have literally nothing. And my mom started to laugh and then I got freaked out. So I was like, I don't want to learn. Like I'm good, but thank you. And then I left and then I called her and then I was like, you know what? I want to give this a go. I want to see if I can do this. And then it start to escalate from there. That's so 
crazy. That's a wild story. So like before you were able to really like harness like the ability, were you like when you were in college, would you have like weird feelings about things or see things that you just, and you just kind of just like blew it off. You were probably just like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I played lacrosse in college. So like when I was around the guys and practices and my coaches, like I would see things about their family, like people that passed away, like, you know, people that they never even spoke about to anyone because like when you play college sport, you get pretty close with the guys on the team and stuff. And, you know, I would see things when I'm playing, like even when I'm in a game against the opposing team, I would see things and I would, I would have to like shake my head. And there's videos that my, my dad would take of me and you would see me on this, on the thing, just like, kind of just like not shaking my head weird, but I'll just like turn it because I was like, I wanted it to go away when I was playing lacrosse, like in the middle of the game, it was super weird. Wow. I think you're like the first like jock psychic medium that <laughs> is like out there. So like, uh, where did you go to college? Uh, I went to a few schools. I started at Suffolk Community on Long Island. Then I went to SUNY Cortland. But then I followed a lacrosse coach to Farmingdale State College. Yeah, I've been to quite a few schools. <laughs> That's cool, though. And then so now you do this, like after you graduated college, did you just jump right into this or did you get a different job? I had a different job. I was working in the city and then I had to make a decision like whether if this was, you know, a path I was going to take or not. And I was pretty apprehensive to actually take this path, obviously, as being a medium, because you don't know. It's such like, you know, an unknown. And especially back then, like, you know, years ago, when it wasn't as accepted as it is today. And I kind of went with it. And then I started reading, you know, my really my first celebrity people within like a year. And then I started helping out with cold cases. And then it kind of just developed from there. That's so cool and very interesting. Well, let's just quickly talk about two items of celebrity news that were um, pretty popular this past weekend. The first being Theresa Judice's wedding um, was this past weekend. I don't know if you watch Housewives of New Jersey. I, I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, this is, this will be quick. This will be quick. I just got a lot of DMs about this and this information. Yeah, is already no. out. yeah this information is already out there. I'm just sort of um, confirming that I heard this rumor as well. So her brother, Joe and her sister-in-law, Melissa, did not attend the wedding. And Joe and Melissa are like her only immediate family. She has no other siblings. Her mother and father have passed away. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. So they didn't attend the wedding and everyone was wondering why. And a rumor came out that in the finale, in the season finale of Housewives, it came out that Melissa was caught making out with a male model in the back of a limo. Oh my God. He was a model for, um, Melissa owns a a store, Envy, and he was a model for a fashion show that was thrown by Envy. And, you know, there was another housewife in the limo when this happened, or there was another housewife who saw this happen. Her name is Marge and everyone made a I read her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. <laughs> she's yeah, she's great. So everyone made a pact not to discuss it, but it got brought up in the season finale of Housewives, and Melissa was probably like, "Fuck this, I'm not going to the wedding." So her and Joe did not attend the wedding. Um, that oh information, is, yeah, that information is actually like on a lot of different Bravo Instagram accounts. But what I wanted to add, which people might not know, because I don't really post a lot about it is I have been receiving so many emails about Melissa's infidelities for the past like year and a half. And I don't post them. Yeah, I don't post them because it seems to me that somebody is targeting her and somebody really wants to get this information out there to ruin her. And listen, like, I know you said you don't watch the show, Jonathan, but just yeah, just to let you know, her and her sister Teresa have a, um, famously like been in and out of a feud, like a sister-in-law feud. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm not saying it's Teresa. I'm just saying like there is someone out there that has been dying to get information about Melissa Gorga and alleged infidelities 
out into like the mainstream gossip press. So oh my God. they succeeded because yeah, they definitely the did. Yeah. yeah it's, in the season, <laughs> it's in the season finale. And I'm really, really kind of curious how she's going to um, react. I mean, obviously she'll deny it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Do you have any psychic insight into this into this story? Like, what what do you think? Like, I, I don't well, know. I don't have any psychic insight on this one, but um, I definitely think you know there was probably some type of foul play going on as far as like you know infidelity stuff for sure. You think foul play on her part? I don't know if it's on her part. It, I mean, it could be. Yeah, yes, I do think it's on her on her part. Really? Probably from yeah, from what you've been saying. Yeah, for sure. It sounds like you know she has you know some uh, infidelity stuff going on like on her side of things now the alleged model that she made out with is he is on instagram his name is nick baroda this is not information that i'm divulging it's it's already out right. there if you know where to look um it looks like he has a girlfriend so i don't know what that's all about but he kind of does yeah. look like her type he's kind of like muscular and like Italian looking. So I could definitely see her being attracted to him. Not that I'm saying it's true. I'm just saying like right. he's an attractive guy. So a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people were asking me like why if if I had heard why they didn't go to the wedding. And yes, I had heard this was the reason why they didn't go to the wedding. I heard that before the wedding even happened and I heard that you know Teresa like begged Joe and Melissa to come like you know she really wanted right. them there but I guess you know the line had been crossed like I said this you know infidelity storyline is not new to Melissa it's been going on for a while but I guess like enough was enough and they right. were like fuck this like we're not coming to your wedding so that's that that's pretty heavy <laughs> yeah it is because you know it is a reality show yeah it's a reality show but it's also a real family you know, right. and like it's real people, really, real, yeah. like real feelings involved. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm going to say like out of all the reality shows, like I feel like New Jersey Housewives is like the most true to like what really happens in real life. Like they I will agree to that. Yeah. They yeah. don't like each other. They don't speak. These are real families. This isn't like the Hills or like, right. you know, right, right. Yeah. I don't know, like <laughs> Summer House or like those type of shows where like, you know, it's a little more lighthearted and contrived but these are real families that are torn apart so it is a very right. sad situation and it's heavy yeah it's just like such a heavy thing because you're right real real families and real feelings are involved in this stuff it's not it's not fake no it's not fake at all um okay so the next thing i just want to quickly touch on in celebrity news is kim and pete's breakup When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog, and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the Farmer's Dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you.
Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson broke up. You know, there are so many rumors going around about that. I'm going to quickly read a DM I received from one of my sources. Um, They said that the word is that Pete did the dumping and he's actually been trying to end it for a little while now. He never thought it would be a super long-term ultra serious thing and was getting irritated with Chris's spin making. It seems like they were soulmates. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I guess he was getting irritated with like the narrative that, I mean, you know, people blame everything on Chris, but you know, the press also is guilty of, sensationalizing things so he was getting irritated with the fact i guess that people were saying they were soulmates um yes he tried ending it a few weeks ago then chris sent kim down to australia to keep up appearances for the sake of the show which he really didn't like and felt was so forced and contrived but the final straw was his appearance in the season two trailer which he didn't expect to get used again and again. And he was irritated that it makes their romance seem like a centerpiece of season two, when in fact he's barely on camera because he refused to be on camera. It also kind of makes him, he felt like the trailer or the show is making him seem like a lovesick horn dog. Oh, wow. And this person person also added, um, people in general don't seem to realize though that he's actually quite ruthless in relationships and is often the one who does the dumping. He's almost Mm. always the one who ends things. So that little tidbit was from a very, very trusted source. Um, You know, I kind of got the feeling that Pete ended things as well, but I will say like, you know, what was the expiration date? on this relationship anyway. It's not like they were going to get married. No, I agree. I I honestly thought that he was going to leave her like a while ago because of everything that Kanye was like posting. It's just just like at a certain point, it's like I would, I if I was in his shoes, I would not want to be spoken about over and over and over again like that. It's just like so much. It's like so, so, so much. So I, you know, I'm not shocked that it's over. I think people aren't shocked, but they're sad. I will be honest. Yeah, like, I received an overwhelming amount of DMs, like people like, you know, with like a um, tear eyed emoji or like, yeah. you know, a heartbreak emoji. Like people liked them together. Some people hated them together. I did too. Yeah. You liked them or hated them? I actually liked them together. I thought it was cool to see oh, like polar opposites like together. I thought it was yeah. really, really cool to see that. I did too. I thought they were a sexy couple. Um, so I think people are, you know, my audience anyway, can only speak for my audience. Like they were bummed yeah. yeah, to see them break up, but you know, it must, it can't be easy dating her. Yeah, I definitely agree. Cause like the spotlight's on you even more than it is on him already. It's like times 10 then with like everything exactly. going on. So it's probably like, it, it takes a toll I'm assuming on someone like that. Now, I did read today, today's Tuesday, the podcast comes out on Thursday. I do like to mention that when there's like evolving news. Um, right. But today it was reported that he is in counseling for the trauma oh, wow. that he received like during, you know, sort of the online bullying from Kanye. I don't doubt that. I'm telling you, like, yeah. I literally saw the post Kanye made like the other, was it yesterday about like yes. the RIP skeet? Like, I was just like, how much more can he take? Like, how much more can Pete take from this? Like, I would be at my breaking point, too. Yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, good for I don't I don't I just saw the headline. I didn't read the article. And I'm like, I I tell my audience all the time, like, don't just read the the headline, read the article, because sometimes people will just read the headline and take it out of context. So I didn't read the Yeah, I didn't read the contents of the article. But I'm assuming it did say that he actually is like in therapy for this. So good for him Uh, for dealing with it. Um, It can be easy to have somebody tell you online that they wish you were dead i know (laughs) i know over and over again like it didn't stop Uh, yeah so i mean (laughs) good for good for that it'll be really interesting to see who pete dates next because he bounces from relationship to relationship he does he He does does. Yeah. yeah yeah and you know i've said this before about him like and people 
normies, not celebrities, you know, like normies who um, hang out in that Hollywood crowd have said to me, like, he has a reputation for totally being a love bomber. Like he oh, is wow. a love bomber. I mean, he did it with Kim. Like, look, he got his, her name branded on his body. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did do that. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it'll be really, really interesting to see who he dates next. I think she'll probably take it easy. I also made this prediction, and I think people um, sort of misconstrued what I said. I I posted something, and I, I wanted people to pay attention to the fact that her reps were not putting an on the record statement that they had broken up. All the confirmations of the breakup were coming from sources. Now, I wasn't saying that that meant that there wasn't a breakup. There was a breakup. But my point is, like, why won't they confirm it? I think we might see a paparazzi picture or two of them together when he comes back from Australia. I agree with you. I I totally agree with you with that. I actually do. Yeah, because think about it. Like, how many times do, like, you break up with somebody and then you, you wind up hooking up, like, once or twice or just talking after yeah Yeah. talking or like getting a drink or going out to dinner so that's what I meant by that and I think people I had a lot of people write me in I had a lot of like journalists and people in entertainment news write me in being like no it's confirmed the confirmation was coming from her reps and I said yes I understand that but why won't they say you know they broke up confirmed by her reps it's just as a source right. and i think it, and my prediction was because they wanted to leave it open-ended somebody messaged me and said reps rarely confirm a breakup unless it's a divorce which is also a good point but i'm sticking with mm-hmm. my prediction that they want to be seen again you know like get people talking that's what the kardashians do that's like what they're best they're, at they're literally the best at it they're yeah. the best at getting like every single one spoken about and talking exactly. about them. They're, They're amazing at it. Amazing. And you know, yeah. no, I love it. It keeps like the entertainment news wheel spinning. So yeah, of course. I think, yeah, I think that people will would die to see a picture of Kim and Pete when he gets back from Australia. Just like oh, people you know, would flip. People would flip. flip. Yeah. yeah. So that's all that I meant by that. So I don't want people to think that I was insinuating that they hadn't broken up. Yes, I have heard, I've seen emails, I've heard from several sources confirmed that they're done. Um, so that's all I really have on that. I know there's so many articles about it. Every time I look at page six, there's a new headline about I'm their sure. breakup. It's yeah. like crazy. It's so crazy. And you know what I was like thinking about? I wonder if they bonded over the fact that both of their dads had passed away. I was thinking about that too. Cause that's like such a, like, like even with people that lose moms, siblings, whoever, they form some type of bond when they both went through like a similar, like traumatic experience or a tragedy. So I feel like that's a good point that they probably, you know, really bonded and developed a strong, like, you know, like love, I guess, with each other. Yeah. Based- based on that like just not all on that but a good portion on that too yeah um well we'll see tbd well i'm gonna look out for that (laughs) Um, okay well that's all the celebrity news i want to talk about um i want to ask you about a couple of since this is like you know your expertise is sort of like helping law enforcement with cold cases and whatnot. I want to talk to you about a couple of cases that I talk about and I think about all the time. The first one obviously being John Benet Ramsey. Oh, okay. I get I get DMs about like um this a lot. I get I get so many about cold cases. And and to be honest with people, like I don't really like look up these cases because God forbid or not God forbid, but if they ever reach out to me, I don't want to know knowledge about them because it's right. just like, it excuse the, 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 the like reading like so much. So people get so shocked. Like, you don't know this case. I'm like, no, because if someone reaches out to me, then the reading is kind of skewed a little bit. So like, I try to stay away, but I've heard of this case like all the time. Can I ask you how old you are? Sure. I, I just turned 30. Okay. Okay. So, okay, this might be, like, a really morbid question, and, like, tell me if it's online, but, like, and I'm not asking you to do this, but 
Yeah. Would you be able to like contact John Benet Ramsey in the afterlife? That, that's like the little girl, correct? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Actually, you, um, you have that ability. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I, had, I, yeah, I, but I will say this, I have to like, to get like these like crazy detailed, like messages that are like specific to like these people, like the family or the person it's, it makes it a lot easier if I read someone that's involved, like that's in the family yes. or involved in the case, because yeah. if people ask me like to do it, it's like, I can get like some stuff, but the really crazy stuff that people want to hear has to be like when I'm reading like the victim's family or the, or like vice versa, or like a PI detective, someone that's like on the case, then I get those crazy messages that people want to hear and stuff. Okay. That makes total, total sense. Let me just ask you then, like even maybe sure. your opinion, you could, you could say it as your opinion. No, I'll right? do both. I'll do both. Okay, Ferris, we're about to talk about one of my favorite things. Do you know what it is? Oh, girl. <laughs> I know. It starts with a capital D. Yes. That's DoorDash. <laughs> Did you know you can order alcohol on DoorDash? You can? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. And I love this about DoorDash, especially if I'm having company like on a Friday night or Thursday night and I'm working all day and I don't have time to run to the store or run to the liquor store. I can just order it on DoorDash. You can dash it. <laughs> I can dash it. Don't have to leave. Can continue working. Continue in the newsroom. Mm -hmm. Never have to leave the newsroom. Basically. Wow. So you can just like get that news out there at the same time as making sure your incoming guests are going to have the libations that they want. Exactly. Which is why I love DoorDash. It makes it so convenient, so seamless, so easy. I've never been let down by a DoorDash delivery. I mean, that's true. Ain't that the <laughs> truth. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails. We love a mocktail. And more can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash and use code DOYOU24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for are? sure, weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. <laughs> over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X.
Okay, so do you think it was accidental or do you think it, there was foul play? I think so. So this is what I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I see it's both. I see it's both. I see it started off as an accident and then covered up. So it was foul play mixed with an accident combined. I see like, because they keep putting a circle around like the family. So typically what that would mean when I do these cold cases means that the person who did this was and probably maybe covered it up or did something is within the immediate family or someone like extremely close to the immediate family and the immediate family knows. Yeah, that makes sense. And you haven't seen any, like there's so many specials on it. It's been brought up. Like, I mean, it's probably like yeah. a no, I, I, 40 year old case, I would think. Yeah, no, I really haven't. Um, just wow. because like, yeah, like, um, like I said, like, because of what I do and with the cold case stuff and helping out with like law enforcement, I try to stay away from it because some of the cases that people see on like documentaries and stuff, like I helped out in, or I spoken with them. So it's like, like, I don't want that to skew any type of reading or how I view someone when I do a reading because of what I saw on TV or something. So I try to stay away from like that type of stuff just because like, I don't, I don't want that to mess anything up. That makes so much sense. I asked that because like what you just said from somebody who doesn't really know a lot about the case, like aligns with um, a lot of the evidence. I mean, there is, I'm not gonna, I, actually, I don't wanna tell you cause like you said, I don't wanna like get in your brain if you ever have to speak on this again, but it just- I'm Sure I won't, yeah. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I won't have to speak in it because like, I feel like if I was gonna called on to it, it would have been, I'm assuming somewhat in the last couple of years, like five years or so. And it's coming back. It's coming back. Oh, up. it that's is. Why, yeah. Okay. That's why so I... then I lied. So then yeah. I lied. I have no idea. See, this is how far out of the loop I am. So yeah, I have no so idea. It's coming back up and don't quote me why, but I think um, it's because there is uh, technology or there's something they could do with DNA evidence now that they oh, didn't have. Before. That makes sense. That so makes sense. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. That makes actually a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been in the news, but also it's just like a case that's always on everyone's mind. Yeah, I can um, imagine, just, yeah. Yeah, it's just like one of those things. Okay, the next one I wanted to ask you about, I don't know if you've heard of um, Maura Murray. Have you heard of her? I don't think so. Okay, you Okay, you probably don't know anything about her, but I've talked about this on my um, Spotify live show because there is actually... There is, I'm trying to think what channel it's on. If you guys are like into these kind of like mysteries, I think it's on Netflix. It's the okay. disappearance of Mara Murray. Um, she was a 21 year old nursing student who was going to school at the University of Massachusetts in Amherst. And oh, UMass? She, oh, wow. Yeah, she went to UMass and she just um, packed up her car one weekend or one night and drove to new hampshire and disappeared like literally disappeared like they can't that's, that's bizarre find her. yeah they can't find her body um there was like no traces i think her car might have broke down on the side of the road it looks like route i don't know if anyone listening is from new hampshire but um it's route 112 near woodsville new hampshire her car broke down and there's like no trace of her just her car so I don't know if she was taken. Yeah, it kind of looks from what I'm tapping into. It looks like that. Yeah. Yeah. What are you tapping into with Mora? So I'm actually tapping into her, which means that unfortunately, it doesn't look like she's still here. Um, and I try to explain to people when I do missing people's, which I, you know, I help, I, I try to help out as much as I can. And if they come through, that's not a, like I tell people like the best sign that means either they're passed away or they're on the verge of like death. Like it's one of the two, like if their body's so beaten up and broken down and stuff. Um, but what I see is, and again, I've never even heard of this case. So don't judge me anyone, please. But um, it really looks like she was taken and then, you know, things were not great. Like things were done to her that were not great. And um the person killed her. Do you think, I mean, well, first of all, let me just let, let me just let you know. So you're not thinking that this just happened. It was, it happened in 2004. 
So yeah, like, no, she doesn't look like it's recent. Like it doesn't look recent to me. I could tell a difference yeah. if it's like a recent type of thing or something that happened, you know, over 10 years. And this seems like something that happened well over 10 years. Like it, this does not seem recent at, at all. Okay. Now, just so you know, I've asked another psychic about this as well. And they kind of, they kind of said the same thing, but I didn't have as, as much time to talk to them um, about it. Yep. Um, and I reached out to her sister because her sister also, you guys, her sister has a TikTok. So her sister's like, I don't know if her sister has hope that she's alive out there somewhere or her sister's just looking for answers on exactly what happened to her. But her sister has a TikTok. I asked another psychic about her and I wrote to her sister. I said, if you want to know what the psychic said, um, you know, I'm not going to post it on TikTok under your comments. Right. So I'll be happy right. to tell you. And her sister just said, thank you. But she did not want to know, which a lot, okay, a lot. Yeah, a lot are like that. So many, so many people are like that. And then they reach out to like me or maybe another psychic or medium, like on their own. They do it all the time. Like I've had so many big cases that are all over TikTok and stuff and people say no. And then I get an email from them to like do it. So I like help them. Yeah. A lot of people don't. And, and this is like, even when I work with law enforcement stuff, like a lot of people don't want people to know that they're like, that they're using a medium or something to help them. Like people just don't want people to know that. Like I've with many cases, like many, many cases, and even some type of PIs and law enforcement, they don't want people to know that they are using us as a resource. Like they just don't want people to, to really know that. I wonder why when it's proven in the past to be helpful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think I'm, I, I have to be honest, I'm not quite sure. I mean, like there's like stories of even when I worked with like, you know, the FBI and all that where they didn't believe me at first. And then I had to solve or not solve the case, but help them turn a corner to help them solve the case. And then they believed me. But their first instinct was that this was complete bullshit. Now, do you have any indication of what happened to Moore's body. Basically what I see is when they, when they put so many different directions, like what they're showing me means the body was cut up and placed in so many different directions. Like it wasn't a, like them cutting up a body and putting it in one spot. It seems like the person didn't know what they were doing for sure. Cause they are placing the body all over. So like, not like, you're not going to get a body, like you're not going to get a full body in one area. They're all around the same area, but they're not all in one location. I, I get what you're saying. And I mean, I don't know if, if Moore's sister is going to listen to this, that's why I'm asking these questions. And I also just like want everyone to know that like her sister talks a lot about this. Obviously the John yeah. Bonet case is talked about. Like, I feel like, I don't know. Do you feel like it's intrusive that I'm asking these questions? I don't, I don't know. Not at all. But no, okay. no, not. And, and, and I will tell you this, like for people that don't know, like law enforcement do look at like these TikToks and stuff or like podcasts, because if they can get a, like a clue, a fact or something that they may not have seen, it helps them more than people think. So I will say that. Okay. This is my last question about more. I'm, I'm just like <laughs> rattling off like cold cases. I'm yeah. so sorry, but like, I'm no. like really into this kind of stuff. That's why I'm like so excited to talk to you. So yeah. do, you, do you have a sense of, how far they took her from wherever she was broken down on route 112. I guess from what she, she keeps. Well, the first thing that she, she I know this is like, she showed me actually a couple things. Um, there's two people that's involved. I'm going to say that it's not just one person. Um, Cause she keeps showing me there's two people that kind of attacked her or grabbed her. Um, and her body from where the car broke down, doesn't, she keeps it, she's kind of showing me like it's, it's not crazy far from where she, the car broke down. It's not like in a different state or like hours and hours away. It seems like relatively like an hour or so away. Like it's not too far from where she was. Okay. I mean, um, if you watched, if you guys watched the, uh, documentary on Netflix, they show the the road it is in the middle of it seems like it's in the middle of nowhere so it probably would have been very easy to drive not that far and right you know do something it just terrible. doesn't seem like yeah it doesn't really seem like they took her so far away like from what she's showing me it doesn't look like that it just looks like kind of what you just explained like it's a it, like a really dark road or just like a, a road that's not driven on like so much like where it's populated and it was just 
wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Wait, sorry. One more question that is really a big question in sure. the documentary is nobody knew why she left Massachusetts to go to New Hampshire. Like she drained her bank account, yeah. which wasn't that much money and bought some alcohol and like drove to New Hampshire. I think that the family had summered in New Hampshire, like when they were little, yeah. but I don't know. They don't know like why she was going there. Um, I mean, she was showing this to me before, but it had something to do with like a significant other. Mm, okay. like someone that she was either with or hooking up with or whatever it is. It's, um, I think abuse comes in so many different ways that people don't even realize. And I think she just wanted to run away from what she's showing me. Yeah, I believe that was actually one of the theories. It had to do with something or somebody she was seeing. Yeah, wow. it just looked like she got like abused, like abused, pretty bad. Wow, it's so sad, so sad. It is. It's so so sad. Uh, yeah, I. What do you do to like? Since you have to deal with such heavy things, like what do you yeah. do to like lighten the mood for yourself? Yeah, I try to be around like positive people and stuff. So like my family, my girlfriend, um, you know, just I try to go surfing a lot, like be in the water, like. I need to do like physical activity because like, I feel like if I don't and I'm not around and decompressing and doing that, I mean, there, there, there has been plenty of times where like I hit a breaking point where I'm like, I need to take a break for like two weeks. Like I can't do this. Like, cause yeah. it's so heavy. Yeah. Like I'm not going to sit here and pretend that like that's never happened. And for any medium that, you know, doesn't say that, I think that they're lying because it's just so heavy all the time, whether you're involved with like celebrity, cold case, whatever, and just regular clients. It's just so much. So you have to be able to decompress. And that's kind of what I do is just surf, be around people, go out, try to, you know, try and do as many like active and normal things that I, I possibly can do. And then I go back to speaking about death like the next day. So it's like such a weird <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. It's such like a fascinating job. You know, it is. It is. And it's not something that I ever thought I would be doing. And I'm just like shocked that I'm, you know, doing it and like the capacity and the, I mean, like, just so you, like, I haven't told this, I haven't said this publicly and stuff, even on like call her daddy or like anything, but I have like over 300 cold cases that people want me to work on, like over 300. Like we have it flagged in like a folder like that I have, and we're trying to attack every single one. And the list grows by the day. It is so much. So I'm trying my best to help out as many people as I can. You live in Long Island. So are they in the area? Are they no, coast they're, coast? they're worldwide. Like they're worldwide. I have all over the world, all over. And they're all like cases that I'm assuming haven't been in the news. And that's what happens a lot. There's like, there's so many cases that we don't even hear about that don't break past like local news. Yeah. And those are the people that reach out to me like a lot. I mean, there's the, the big cases that I get too, but I would say a lot of it is the cases that do not break like their town news and then it just goes cold or it goes like unsolved. Okay. Well, let me ask you this one. Um, this was actually another HBO special that was really, really good. If you guys are again into this type of thing, it's called murder on middle beach. Is that on Long Island? No, it's in Connecticut. Okay. It's a four-part documentary series. It was directed by, okay, so the mother died. The mother was murdered. It was directed by her son. Her son. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really, really good. Her son goes out and tries to find answers to what happened to his mother. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, so his mother was Barbara Hamburg. Um, she was brutally murdered in 2010. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure is. And get this. 
Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill. And you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. She's coming. Yeah, she's coming through like, yeah, it's not good, but she's coming through. These are the cases that like are tough, like to like, see, like, this is it. Like this in a kid case is like for me, the two toughest one, because she keeps saying in the comfort of her home, she was literally beaten, destroyed, like not, it was not good. They did show pictures of, um, I believe if if my memory serves me uh, of the crime scene. Yeah, it just looks like she, because what she's saying is just like, imagine being in the comfort of your own home and then this happening. And she's saying with someone that you're familiar with. Because she's saying this is someone that she was familiar with. one ended with, you know, a big question mark. The documentary ended with a big question mark. They tried to, the, um, the father of the family, they were divorced. So they, okay. go, they do go to the father for answers. And apparently the mother kind of had like a little bit of a secret life yeah she seems like she's um what's the right word um it just seems like she was with another guy and doing stuff like not her ex-husband you mean doing stuff like for money kind of yeah like she was she seems to have a different side of her that's not what you would look at her. So if I looked at her here, I would not think that she would be like, you know, involved with these people. Like mm-hmm. she looks like a very, she looks like a very normal, and I hate to use the word normal. So bear with me with this one, but she looks like a very normal mother, like from Connecticut or from like any state really. And then she showed me the flip, like a, like the flip side is she was involved with these not so great people or people that were involved in pretty not so great things. Yes, that aligns to. I don't want to ruin the. If anyone, yeah, wants don't. To watch yeah, it, yeah. It's so good. Um, but they. I do, need to watch it now. Yeah, it's I'm so gonna watch good. it. It's really, really good. Are, are you gonna watch it? Because like, is she coming through? Really, she's come. Like, yeah, she's coming through pretty strong. I'll, I'll probably. Yeah, she's coming through pretty strong. I'll probably like reach out to like the family or like if there's a PI involved to see if they want my help and stuff, and so I'll the- help and I'll help them. Yeah, so the son, um, his name is Madison. He does have an Instagram account. Um, okay. Th- and he's he was a first-time filmmaker. This was, like, his first time doing anything like this. And it was really, really well done and captivating because, you know, sometimes these documentaries, like, you know, they get to a dead end and it kind of gets boring. Right. But with this, right. like you said, and I know you use the word normal, but if you guys Google what Barbara hamburg looked like she was like sort of a very like quintessential like connecticut preppy looking mom with like that's literally that's literally the best way you could describe that's like she looks like someone from the east coast i'm from long island she looks like one of those moms from like greenwich or from like stanford like i don't even know how to explain like and those are all connecticut like like areas like she looks very much like that right that's why it's so interesting to me Yeah. And, you know, just this won't really give it away. But like when the kids were little, I think the father had a very well paying job and they lived they lived an upper middle class life. And then the father, this doesn't ruin anything, but the father, I think, left her, I believe. And things started to kind of unravel for her emotionally. Yeah. Um, But she was they do insinuate like her being involved with some sort of I don't want to say it's like an um a pyramid scheme type thing but something like where she had to get other people it just looks like a cult to me 
looks cult. like that's what she's showing. He's very yes. culty type of yes. vibes, and the people that were running it were very dangerous people. Like those are the people you don't want to mess with. Right, that's what I, she's showing me. I know, but if you like, what like she lived in like the suburbs of Connecticut, and I. It's crazy, yeah. It's crazy. crazy. So crazy. I forget I forget what the um the program she was in was called, but it has a name. And if you watch the documentary, they they talk about it, but it was sort of like a pyramid scheme where you have to get people to join, they put in money, and then yep. the person who gets the person to join gets the pot of money. It's like called something that they do in the suburbs, and she was like the head of it. She became the head of it. And yeah, that's what was insinuated as being like some shady business that she was involved in. But how do you, how do you get murdered over that? That like seems so crazy. I, I will tell you this. I've worked on a lot of different cold cases that, and I could tell you more like off camera, but that were involved in these types of things and very similar things happened. Very similar. Very, very. That's why I'm like, these are, these are tough. Like people that are involved yeah. in these pyramid cult things. And, it, and if they, and if they want to, it's like if they want to get out or if they want to do something that doesn't align properly to like the pyramid scheme or, or whatever they're doing, like these are people you don't want to really like cross. Like, and I'm more afraid now of these people than like a gang because these cult people are absolutely nuts. So your opinion or your intuition is that is what ultimately led to her demise being involved yeah. in this. Yeah, I think someone closely involved in that has uh, had a good part in like a very large part in this pretty much the entire part. I don't know. I just said a pretty large part, but the entire thing, it seems. So out of the three cases, you got the strongest like vibes from Barbara. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. And the first one, the, like the little girl, cause her mom came through, her mom came through. It seemed yeah, too, or mom, something, but yeah, dead. the little girl. I didn't know that. No, but I could definitely say this. They're not standing next to each other. So something must've happened oh, or whatever. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. God, I, I I'm not gonna tell you because I I don't want to like skew I, your yeah. And I, since you're like you're so cute. You're like I I've heard of that one. It's like <laughs> the people die over that case. I like brought it up in my account the other day. Everyone was like dying, so they're gonna be so interested to hear what you have to say. So I really um, appreciate you talking about it. Oh, of course. Um, there's one more thing I want to ask you. Um, sure. This is about this is something on TikTok. Her name yeah. is Jen Barari. Do you know her? She has a TikTok no. and she lives in a very, very, very haunted like farmhouse from the 1800s. She lives oh, wow. in Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Please check out her TikTok. I've never, and I've talked about this on my Spotify live and I've asked um, the other psychic that I have on my Spotify live all the time. Her name is Karen Reese. I don't know if you ever heard of okay. her. She's amazing. Um, but I've asked her about it, but we didn't really have time to get into it. But please check out her TikTok, Jonathan. And I like, will. let me know. I've never seen more paranormal activity documented in my life. And We're I watched all those ghost shows. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely want to look. I, I actually am really interested in that stuff. Like when the house is like from the 1800s and there's a lot of like activity that goes on there. I like to like see what, what's like that about and stuff. Like if it's cool. Yeah. So you have to kind of like go back into the beginning. She, she hasn't had that much activity lately, but there's certain TikToks. She catches on camera things moving. That's crazy. Lights, lights going on and off reflections in windows knocking like crazy crazy shit that's like that is crazy shit <laughs> yeah to the point where like i had to put down my phone i had to like you know say my whole little spiel about like i do not right. the energy from this you know this tiktok like right it, it's crazy do you ever work on any sort of paranormal cases or is it just readings and cold cases um i haven't yet i i that's something i want to do um like soon is kind of like divulge into that just to see what it's about just because I've, I've had my own experiences with things like that. So I, 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 I want to see from like what I can do now, like that I'm more developed in like what I do that, what I can feel, see, and kind of help out for people that have this type of activity in their home or work or wherever. Yeah. Then definitely check out her TikTok. That's a great place to start. Um, she says that like a lot of paranormal researchers have reached out to her she just hasn't 
had any of them on her TikTok. She just keeps um, documenting all the crazy things that are happening in her house. So crazy. It's, it's, so it's actually crazy. really crazy. And, you know, yeah. she's, she's, she says this, and um, Karen also said that it seems like there's some sort of portal on her property um, okay. that is, you know, ca causing all of this. And also she goes into the history of her property. It was like, you know, uh, war grounds. It That's was, literally uh, what I just saw was a lot of war yeah. over there and stuff. Yeah. yeah it was I just see a lot of like soldiers like dying there, like, like where she lives or around where she lives. I just see a lot of that. Like, a lot of people were killed there. Yeah, and there's also, she said it was a stop in the Underground Railroad. Wow, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, and then there was one other thing. It might have had something to do with, like, Indian burial. I feel like those places are always... Oh, God, those those are the... Yeah, those are the worst. <laughs> yeah, so she has, like, all those three things going on, like, in the history of her property. And, I mean, I'm telling you, like, it's this... I'll give you an example and it might seem like really trivial, but if you watch it, it's like chilling. So she has like cameras, like all outside of her house and she'll, when she ever, she catches something, like she'll put it, make a TikTok of it. So right. she looked for these TikToks, um, the ones of her swing set. She has TikToks of her swing set in the middle of the night and it's not the wind. It is not the wind. The swings are going crazy and there's no one out there. Like it's like a video of her the swings just swinging back and forth and all these crazy motions i mean i have a crazy story too actually about that now they said swing set i when when i was a kid which is very similar to this that's why i'm i'm saying it and that is super creepy but i was we moved into this home on long island and there's a swing set in the back of my house and on long island where i'm from there's kind of a lot of land and there's like a sump in the back and i'm pushing a swing set and there's no one on it. And my mom's like, what are you doing? And when I was a kid, I, I said someone's name and I kept repeating it. And I kept saying he was fat. He was fat. Like my mom's like, I guess that's cute. He has an imaginary friend. So the people that lived in the house before us came because they bought it from the owner and they were picking up like mail and, and stuff. And they were just like chit-chatting. My, my mom's telling me then they're going like around the house and he and they were talking and he points to the swing set and he goes, where that swing set is, is where my son passed away. <gasps> and, and the guy said the name, it was the name I was screaming out that he was there. And, and the, the weird part is, and I was a kid. So when I said fat, like, please don't like get mad at me and stuff. But when he was walking, there was an in-ground bees nest and he was deadly allergic to bees and he stepped on it and his body and organs swelled up. And there was no EpiPen available at the time and it wasn't fast enough. And he passed away where the swing set was. And then my mom, oh. and they, yeah, super. I never said this like ever to anyone. So <laughs> super Wait. weird. And at the time, what did your mom think at that time when you were that young? Well, my mom was like super freaked. My mom's like, she didn't really understand what was going on because I was saying different things. And that really freaked her out. So she, like her first reaction was just to kind of just like, okay, like that's weird. And just to keep like, not to acknowledge it and to put any tension on it and just to move on. But it just kept on happening. But my mom didn't say anything to the people that she bought the house from because she didn't want them to think I was like weird. But you, my mom said her face turned white. Like, you know, like she's like, as if she saw something crazy, like a ghost, because she's like, how did my son say that when he's in first or second grade? That is so wild. Yeah, Ooh, like weird stuff. Like yeah. <laughs> That's so wild. Well, okay. So we're almost out of time, but like, can you tell me anything about me without like giving away my identity or any identifying factors about me to the audience? Is there anything you I could read about me? Probably. If, 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 if that's what you don't want, then this is, we should probably do it off camera because <laughs> all this stuff will, no, I'm just being honest. Like, okay, no, I like, yeah, that. I just want to okay. be honest. Like, I don't want to like, if you want one, I'm more than happy to give you one, but it stuff will definitely come up like that people. And I'm assuming you have like super fans and stuff where they'll be able to track stuff. So I would probably okay. do it off camera. Wait, does that mean, are you getting like strong vibes? Um, 
I probably could if I start to like tap in strong enough. Yeah, for sure. But because you definitely okay. seem very open. So, but yeah, off camera, whenever you want, we can do it and stuff. Okay. But I don't want it because it's so it's such a tricky thing because if you don't want people to know who you are and anything like that, then I should probably not do that for to you. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that's the reason, and it's not because like you got some like bad news from the other side about me. No, 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 no. I've no, I've literally had like plenty of like when I went on a couple like podcasts or shows and stuff where I read them and it got too personal and they didn't want to put it in the show and they didn't because it was just like way too personal. So like, I don't want that to happen here where it's like, I'm saying stuff that you don't, you just don't want people to know about you. Fair enough. I appreciate that. Thank you for looking out for me, Jonathan. I appreciate that. No, no problem. Okay. Well tell everyone where they could find you. You do private readings, how they could do. Sounds like you're very busy. So I don't know how far out (laughs) the book. Uh, It's pretty far out. I'm actually have a wait list now because it's about two and a half years ish and stuff um but you could go to my instagram or tiktok it's jonathan mark medium just please be aware of the fake accounts there's like over 55 right now i'm getting emails dms people yelling at me that i scammed them out of money and it's not even me so just please be aware you should try to get verified yeah we're trying right now i've never tried before and i i and now we're going through that process it's just such an annoying process because I'm sure you know, but it's just a very annoying process. Yeah. So we're going through it, but it's just, it's super annoying. Just I I'm on vacation right now and I'm getting about a, on top of like the reading requests, like a hundred emails and DMS from people that they lost $500, $300. And I didn't show up to a reading and, you know, and then since I've been here, there's been 11 new accounts and they tag me in their bio. So it's like, I see that they're making them. They're like not the smartest people. So, um, <laughs> yeah. so like I'm seeing them. So I just want people to be aware. Okay. Well, I'm going to tag you. I'm going to tag the correct account. Thank you. Well, now I'm wondering if I was looking at the wrong account, I'll make sure I have the right account. I will tag okay. you so you guys can, you guys can follow the correct Jonathan and you, all of his information. Um, your website is in your bio. Yes. Um, so I'm assuming that's how they book an appointment is through your website. Yes. Yep. Okay. They can click the, e- the email button or just go to the website. Cool. Well, thank you so much for being here. Um, thank I you. Speaking with you it's, and have a great vacation. Thank you for taking the time out of your vacation to, to speak. Of course. With us. So nice of you. Um, oh, thank you. Enjoy yourself. Okay, guys. Thank you so for much. Yeah. Bye. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at DeMois.